What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Trado Without the Radio. I am your host, Trado. You already know. It's my buddy, uh, Renee from the other day. Yep, yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm laughing because you... <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? Like, what's up everybody <laughs> i'm trying out new things i'm teaching them how to groove man um as you saw on in our instagram live i could help you move i could help you groove and i could help you do the do, do the do the worm do the do the do no Ooh, mountain dew Ooh, brought to you by mountain dew <laughs> this episode <laughs> um yeah man i'm super excited for this episode should we just dive into it uh no no, no. hold on let's uh <sighs> let's the, build some suspense the disappointment get it no Ooh, suspenseful this podcast is brought to you by us, me and Renee. Ah, see, you uh, thought, got him. No. They thought we were talking about something else. Nah. But no, really, though, this podcast is for people who let the kids watch scary movies and then bribe them. Not bribe them. Threaten them later. <laughs> threaten them later with the monster from yeah, the movie? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, this movie is for people that are going to watch La Llorona next month, but the version the grandma told them is a lot scarier than the movie. Right, probably. Yeah, right? I mean, come on. No. And finally, this <laughs> this podcast is for people that get split up in the theater, have to sit by themselves, and then end up shitting themselves while the scary movie's going hey man, on. man, you want to tell me something? Hey man, <laughs> did you shit yourself? We saw... Okay, so we saw Us, right? Uh, it was a pre-screen. Right. We got to see it early. What we didn't know is that Renee and I weren't going to be able to sit together. Mm-hmm. I have a thing about... Bro, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to lie. Like, I have a thing about scary movies in general, uh-huh. but when I have to watch them by myself... It's even worse. Oh man, I was sweating, bro. I was dying. Like, <laughs> so we were there at the theater, and before the movie starts, uh, we have to wait a little bit, you know, just to let everyone get to their seats. Um, I was dying, bro. Like, oh, I was so, so nervous. You were, you were so nervous. I just was so nervous sitting there waiting for it to start. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. So this podcast is for me. No. <laughs> um, welcome back to another episode. I think you're gonna enjoy this one. If you've seen the movie, you know how it goes. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, go watch and. I guess go watch it, but uh, this episode, I guess how we break it down is the first thirty or so minutes we will get into the movie without thirty or four minutes. No. Thirty or four minutes, right? Thirty or four. There's oh no shit! Between. Thirty or four minutes, and we're not telling you. <laughs> Find yeah. out. So the the first half we don't go into detail. We don't give any spoilers out. But the second half we will warn you. We do go into detail. We do give spoilers. We do talk shit about the movie, and whether it's good or not. We don't give a fuck. Like we will tell you straight up. So, cool. With that and uh, with that on track, you wanna you wanna start from the beginning? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So the first thing that happened. No. What? <laughs> Just no, give it not, away. Not about the movie. Uh, <laughs> the the first part of our movie uh, viewing experience, I right. guess. Because uh, remember when we reviewed Captain Marvel, we were talking about how we never talk about movie trailers, but most of the time, we don't have any movie trailers because. At uh, at advanced screenings, they just show the movie. Like you know, seven thirty hits and it starts. Yeah. That's it. But right. this one was different, man. Not it was only like a curveball, bro. Not only did it start late, which I was really disappointed about, honestly. Honestly, yeah, I thought they were gonna be punctual. Yeah, me too. Especially with that lady, she was like all authoritarian. Yeah, author- yeah. authoritative. Authoritative. Uh, yeah, and she's like, I've been doing this for ten years. Sit your ass down. I've been doing this for 10 years. That's what she said. Honestly. And then yeah. the bitch couldn't get the show on time. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, we, we had exactly one trailer for everyone's <laughs> favorite fucking show, La Reina del Sur. Oh, man. Honestly, like, I don't know who set that up. Like, whether it was a universal, like, <laughs> like I, I someone no at idea. their company. Actually, the- I, I am curious. If uh, if you're watching this video and you, you already went and you watched this, the movie in theaters... 
did your showing have a trailer for the Reina del Sur in it? Let us know. Yeah, that like, shit was like Telemundo. Like Telemundo it was all in Spanish Park. too. That's the thing. yeah. The, the thing was in Spanish, English subtitles. Yeah, and it was so weird. It was the only only trailer that played. Yeah, it was funny. Um, so as it, I'm watching this Spanish trailer, I'm thinking in my head like, man, we literally just said that we don't get any trailers at event screenings. Yeah, and this is last the trailer episode. we get now. <laughs> But I loved um, it. I mean, I'm going to go watch the show. It's on every Tuesday at 10 o'clock after... Lo- damn. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to watch it. I swear to God, if it's on Tuesdays... Uh, no, but it's it, it looked interesting. I actually did look up some stuff about the show. For La Reina del Sur? Yeah. Welcome to uh, La Reina del Sur episode. <laughs> well, because like, they, they made it sound really weird how like in the trailer she was like, Oh, my daughter can't know like, what all I the did. stuff from the past and yeah. blah, 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 blah. So season it is season two. Oh, okay. That's what I was confused about. Yeah. I didn't know if this was like a movie or like yeah. A, yeah. It's season two of the show, and it takes place eight years after the first season. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So she established a family. Yeah. So she yeah. she made a family, and no one knows where she disappeared to. She just you know vanished basically. If you watch the show, you're loving this right now because you're <laughs> like, oh my god, yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> And uh, yeah. apparently now she lives in Italy, and then her daughter gets uh, gets kidnapped, so it forces her to go back into that life. Oh, and uh, la, la reina de Italia. No. Yeah, I guess that didn't have as good a ring to it. Nah, so. yeah, they they kept it. They kept it. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently that's what it's about. I mean, well, the, uh, well, I mean, without going into it much, I thought it was a knockoff of uh, the the Liam Nelson uh, uh, Taken. Taken. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly what it was. I guess I guess the first the first season was uh was a little different I guess. Okay. It was about her and she was like the wife of a drug cartel leader or something like that. Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, the actual like actress she went to go meet up with a uh, yeah. Chapel. I, yeah. I, I did look into that after the fact, so you're mm-hmm. right about that. Yeah, yeah. But and then there was a, there's actually a Netflix documentary on it, uh, which I that's where I got it from. Yeah. Um, so that that's actually why they filmed the second season in uh, Italy. They filmed it in Italy and like California because she can't go into Mexico, like Damn. legally cannot go there. Or yeah, or else they'll get her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting how they they worked around that. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. wow. Okay. Hey, Reynolds, well, uh, check it out on Telemundo if if you guys. <laughs> I I don't know if you're interested in that shit. Yeah, if you're interested, fuck it. Uh, go watch Telemundo on Tuesdays at ten o'clock. That, bro, Did, I, I don't know why God. that stuck with me. Yeah, if that was... it's it, ten o'clock, ten. Uh, nine central is Ooh, that when it's on no damn that's a good one i don't know i guess we have to wait and we'll find out well, i guess we, we could probably google it but i i really nah, don't nah, care nah. enough come over on tuesday we're watching <laughs> this shit <laughs> um so yeah that was the only trailer for us uh well for for us and the movie us yeah. um i'm gonna have fun with that yeah yeah, yeah. I, I could tell already um uh, other than that i guess uh you know us you know for those that don't know, it's by Jordan Peele. Right. You know, Directed and written by Jordan Peele. Right. Um, sophomore same, film. Yeah. Same guy as uh, Get Out. Yeah. Get Out. No. <laughs> Leave. Well, now. Um, yeah. And then it's, uh, it's a pretty small cast, too, actually. When I was, like, thinking about it and, like, mm-hmm. looking it up after the fact, I was like, yeah, the cast is really just the main main family. The main family and then the their friends the, yeah the family so if you've seen the trailers there's you know the main family the mom the, the daughter the son and the husband and then there's these uh the the white couple that you see in there yeah and uh that that's basically the whole cast like everyone else is just kind of like one-off characters right. really um so yeah i guess let's talk about the the cast a little bit 
So right off the bat, uh, Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o. Nyong'o is that how you pronounce it? Um, uh, she enough. played uh, Adelaide, which honestly, man, uh, and they give it in the trailer, so we're not giving anything away. She played both her 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 role and then the reverse, the, like reverse. the counterpart role. Yeah, yeah. The counter, which uh, what are we are we establishing a name for them? Uh, so I was what looking I got it up. Here is doppelganger, but yeah, I was looking it up, and they were referred to as either the tethered or the red. Yeah, that's what I got too. So I guess we can refer to them as either or. Okay. Yeah. So she played uh, her her role, and then she played her tethered role, uh, which are two totally different characters, and I yeah. thought that was dope. Um, I mean, but everyone did. Uh, so did Winston Duke, who played Gabe, the dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Shahadi Wright Joseph, who played the daughter Zora, nice. and then uh, Evan Alex, who played Jason, the kid with the mask. Yeah. So I thought um, that was really cool how yeah. they all got to they got to play two roles in one movie. Yeah. So so they got to really show some of their acting skills, which is dope because if you're financing the movie, you don't have to pay double. Like you could just <laughs> you know, <laughs> which, like which I I do want to make a point about that as well. The the whole budget for the movie was uh, twenty million. Oh wow! Yeah, that's not so bad. It's about uh, six. Like million. I got twenty million. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at <laughs> all. Make, it right make two of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, because like. Uh, when we were talking about uh, Captain Marvel the other week, Captain Marvel's budget was about $80 million, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's disgusting. I mean, but then again, <laughs> that's like, uh, you know, they have a shitload of money. And then on top of that, they got Disney now they got, backing them up. They got money coming everywhere. That's disgusting. But, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, I wonder what the budget was for Get Out. Maybe I should have looked that up. Uh, I should have looked Because I would assume that it was less. It was and then probably since he smaller. proved himself, they gave yeah. him a little bit more to play with. Yeah, but I mean, and I imagine most of that budget just went to go to paying these guys. Because, yeah. you know, uh, Lupita and uh, Winston. Black Panther. My man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they both had roles in Black Panther, so I thought that was kind of funny. I thought that was really cool. Uh, actually, Black Panther was on the other day, um, and I got to see a little bit of it. And it was weird, man. Like, I you, you this was like Winston? after this was after we saw us, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got to see uh, Winston, Gabe play uh the dude that with the yeah uh, uh i forgot what his name is in M- the... mbaku mbaku something like that uh two totally different characters I, yeah. and then like it, it's, it's dope because they're showing how versatile like you know they're how versatile of an actor yeah, he is yeah, that's awesome like, i feel like those characters couldn't be any more different yeah because like his character in the movie uh tough ass like in yeah and black panther is like this tough ass yeah. like leader like you know I respect the king, but fuck the king. Yeah. Like, you know, this is my tribe. We live on our own terms. Mm-hmm. And then in Get Out, he's just like this, like, he's like your generic, like, dad character. Yeah, in Us. Yeah, in uh, yeah. yeah. I said Get Out, didn't I? Yeah, you did, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was hidden in the... Yeah. Yeah, he's the back... He was a... <laughs> he's just like a generic dad character, like, making stupid-ass dad jokes and stuff. And that's what I loved about him, dude. Like, he was, like, every, like, every dad, like... Yeah, and... Yeah. He played him so well. Like, both of those roles are equally believable. Like, yeah. I now believe that he can be, like, this goofy dad character or he could be this uh, super serious, like, tribal leader. Yeah, that's awesome. I think uh, right off the bat, uh, Lupita and Winston did a really good job. Yeah. I think and they... I think that's what carried the movie, really. Because yeah. if, if you think about it, if they sucked, then they're like, all right, this is not believable. Right, because they're the people with the most screen time. And yeah. if they're not selling it. Um, yeah, no, for sure. So uh, I guess moving down, we could talk about the premise a little bit. Um, again, this is not giving anything away. We could see this in the trailer. I mean, you could look up the trailer now and, and kind of follow along with what we're talking about. Um, so this family uh, takes a summer vacation to their beach house, right? 
Shit hits the fan, and then Adelaide's <laughs> pass comes back to Han. To Han, shit hits the fan, dude. Like shit hits the fan so hard, where I was like, "Damn, what else? Like this, this is gonna happen." And I see this in the trailer, so okay, shit hits the fan. Now mm. we got a whole like hour and a half. Like, what are we gonna do? You know? Yeah. But uh, I did want to talk about how you mentioned that the pacing of the movie was so well. Right. Yeah, I know. That so was, when was shit hits the fan, I was thinking like, "Damn, okay, now what?" But then like it like totally. How, how are you supposed to hit the fan again? Yeah. You already hit it. Oh man, hit the fan again. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that was one of the things that I took away from the movie immediately. Like on on the car ride back, I remember mm-hmm. we were talking about this. Um, just the pace of the movie was really. It was amazing. Like, yeah. It, it's like when you're, uh, I, I had compared it to like a comedy, like a comedy bit or when you're hearing a comedy joke or a comedy special or anything of that nature mm-hmm. where, you know, there, you know, it's a joke. There's going to be a punchline at the end, but it's all about how do you, how do you get there? Right. Like they, have to, they have to build it up. You have to get into it because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if all the buildup is shit, the punchline isn't going to matter. Yeah. And they do a really good job, or I guess uh, Peel did a really good job of doing that. Like, yeah, he he builds it up, builds it up, builds it up, and then hits you with the horror movie equivalent of a joke punchline, right? And then immediately just starts, you know, goes back in, yeah, and he starts building it, building it, building it, hits you with the punchline, and it, it's it, it flows so well. Like, there's no oh point in God. the movie where I'm like, well, nothing's happening right now, and I'm losing interest because this isn't relevant right so everything was so fulfilling like there was no like stale moments yeah it was Um, it was all building up and it just carried such a good pace throughout the whole film yeah no i thought that was dope too and i mean there's a lot of you like me that don't like scary movies and you're afraid and like you just don't want to go watch them but uh in this movie even though it was scary there was those moments where it was like oh shit i forgot this is a scary movie let me just enjoy this like sunny california like (laughs) beach walk you know yeah and then you forget and then out of nowhere again the build up hits you and then it hits you with the scary shit and you're just like huh i didn't see that coming (laughs) all right fuck it yeah it's like oh right i'm supposed to be scared right now yeah yeah Yeah. i thought it was great um what i did like so speaking of scary uh compared to other horror films i know like take uh, a haunted house on a hill somewhere right Mm -hmm. you're you're never gonna really find yourself in realistic terms on a haunted house movie isn't it i don't know i think it is Haunted House on the Hill? I think that's It legit. might be, yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. I think that's a movie title. That's creepy as fuck. But anyways. Um, <laughs> right. So then with those scary movies, this is what I like about us. You never find yourself on an actual Haunted Hill house. Like, you don't, you're not going to go into this dark-ass house. And you're not going to spend the night, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, realistic. Like, if you and I were at a house and it's scary as fuck, I'm be like, yo, dude, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a cab and go somewhere else, you know? Right. It's not, it's not like, uh, oh, there's a, uh, you're, you're driving to a city and there's a zombie Right, you don't keep on driving into the city. A normal person turns the fuck around. Exactly. And goes home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but what I liked about this film is that it was shot in California, Santa Cruz, actually, and they kept everything like super realistic, like the Santa Cruz boardwalk. You had the the House of Mirrors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had everything like in the movie is like they didn't really make it scary. Right. It's just like but, a normal house in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. But like when you, if you ever go there, if you find yourself in Santa Cruz, you're gonna be like, oh shit. That's where this, you know, this is where that, right. and like, I like that because it was very realistic and like, it made it feel more. Yeah. Um, to me, it made it feel grounded. Right. Like, there yeah. wasn't any point like in, um, like in the Conjuring movies or the Exorcist movies where I'm just sitting there like, okay, well, yes, this is scary, but that's not gonna happen. Right. At least yeah. to me, it's not gonna happen. Right. 
Yeah, and uh, th- th- this is what I liked about it. Um, it was shot in Los Angeles. The main house was in Los Angeles, uh, Pasadena. So everything was in uh, California, essentially. Um, is but it, it was all about Pasadena or Pasadena. Ooh, Pasadena. Because I've always said it, Pasadena. Pas pas the Pasadena fork. Pas no. <laughs> Pasadena. I think you're right. Yeah, Pasadena. Yeah. Um, but what I liked about this is like so the angles and and like the the music really oh i did ha- i really <laughs> wanted carried. to talk about that actually yeah yeah, yeah. so uh I, I guess what did you have uh i wanted to talk about the camera work a little bit yeah because i feel that there was a lot of really cool different shots that he did mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie so uh the first one that stood out to me was like the like the 180 shots so like the it started facing this way and rather than cutting and showing a new shot this way it would actually it's a continuous know, across yeah yeah so you would see everything in between, and then you're looking at the new thing. That's dope because it doesn't really uh, – they don't shy away from the fourth wall. Like, they just literally right. show everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no – that wall, like like in How I Met Your Mother, you never – how you when they're at the bar, you yeah. never see the other side because that's where the camera is. Exactly, yeah. And in this one, they actually go all the way around. So yeah. I, I really like that. And then there was a handful of, like, shots that – almost looked like they were handheld Ooh, okay so i thought that was really cool to see that in a you know in a bigger production movie but a very like stabilized handheld like, yeah it wasn't like cloverfield where you're like getting a headache like right it was very well like yeah, yeah but you could see like the the person is walking down the hallway for example mm-hmm. and the camera like walks with them but it's not like a straight it's yeah. not it's not like on a dolly right and aside from the shots i did like the music i think the music was very like very well placed when shit was happening. So, for instance, um, when the tethered people would, like, move or walk, mm-hmm. the way they moved and, like, the way they, like, clicked was very well... Come on, people. No. <laughs> it, Come on, people. Help me out. It was, like, every little sound that the the orchestra played or whatever yeah. moved well with, like, the character moving on screen. I don't know how to Yeah, how to I guess that. a good example of that would be in the <clears throat> in the movie trailer... Yeah, where it shows them in the in the living room area, and it shows the the tethered version of the main character of of Lupita's character mm-hmm. uh, with her hands on her face like this, and, and she's when she's moving her fingers, her fingers yeah. and you can hear like the keys on a yep. on a piano playing in sync with her movements. Bro, I just got the chills. Yeah, that's so exactly what I'm talking about. They do a lot of stuff like that throughout the movie. Um, the person, the composer who did the music, I wrote his name. Oh, Doctor Dre. Doctor yeah. Dre. <laughs> just kidding no it's not uh michael abels oh okay um this is actually only the second big movie that he's done can you guess what the first movie was jeez oh, uh get out yeah i'm assuming damn so he's giving people like their shine too basically yeah he's yeah. he's done this movie and get out and those are the only two major movies that he has like listed for him that's awesome that's cool um damn i wonder if he's gonna get picked up by other movies I would, he does I would a really good job. He's he's killed both of these. Mm-hmm. I think the movie really played a big role in the movie. Well, <laughs> well, when you catch yourself, <laughs> run it back. I think the music played a really big role in the movie. You know what I'm talking? I'm still scared. I'm still having thoughts about this movie, man. Oh my god, um, that was funny. I guess overall, were were you scared? Like when you got home, were you like, like right before bed, were you thinking about? Damn, I think yeah, I, I did want to mention this. Um, it's a movie that really sits with you, at least with me, because mm-hmm. we saw it now on Wednesday, so right. that was four days ago. Right. 
So we, we saw this movie four days ago, and still yesterday, last night, every night before I go to bed, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like thinking like, damn, something's going to pop out under my bed, but it's thinking like, okay, this could have been that, and like this is that. Yeah, so yeah. It, it stays with you a lot. It does. Um, I, I think we had a couple of days to digest it, and people that watched it this past weekend, mm-hmm. I guarantee Monday, wherever you work, Monday morning, that cooler talk man it's gonna be the movie it's gonna be the movie and that's why i wanted to release this on a monday just so we can be a part of that so we can be a part of that that talk right yeah um but yeah it does stay with you i think because it's such a realistic thing that could possibly happen Mm -hmm. i don't know like i don't know how to explain it i think jordan peele does a really good job with it does a good job at selling you on it selling you on it yeah Yeah. so like you you Uh buy into the movie Speaking of selling, and uh, I guess that goes along with marketing. Did you see that new uh, poster that they put out? Which with they, uh, there's a new one. So I guess it's Lupita's hands holding a pair of scissors. Mm-hmm. And then I saw someone made a, a a post about it that the shape of the first uh, trailer poster that came out was like kind of like those ink, uh, the ones that oh the, the yeah I know what you're talking those about those ink pictures as like oh what does this look like you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That was in a shape of the the holes in the scissors, mm-hmm. and then they put like comparison next to each other, and it was like, damn, it was so hidden that you couldn't even really notice it. But yeah, and that that seems yeah. to be a, a conscious thing that they're doing because a lot of in hidden that uh, in that trailer, yeah, they also have the ink blocks. Yeah. Oh, that's what ink blocks. Yeah. Um, that's that's a big like coincidence, and it's like, damn, did they do that on purpose? I think this movie was based on coincidences where it's like, all right, mm-hmm. they're fucking even, with us now. They even make a point in the movie to yeah. to say that. And even after the movie, it's like, damn, was that a coincidence? So mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job with that. Um, which, uh-huh. if coincidence scare you and, like, you have, like... Uh, oh, if you're super, like, superstitious? Superstitious? Oh, bro, uh, this, this movie's going to trip you out for this days. This movie's going to super trip you out. Um, I guess since it happened in the trailer, we could talk about it, too. Uh do you remember in the trailer where they threw the the, the frisbee? frisbee? This is right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> frisbee. The, There's a frisbee in the movie. The, it's oh, you alley. gotta watch it. Yeah. Uh, they threw the frisbee and it lands on a towel with a circle on it, mm-hmm. and the frisbee lands perfectly, perfectly on, the, on circle. the circle. And then Lupita, or uh, I have to really say her name from the character, uh, Adelaide was like, "Oh shit, this is." weird because it landed right on the right circle. on the circle you know it's like shit like that Stuff that happens like that. and i'm just like huh those are the small details yeah but all those small details put together it's like oh shit this is cool yeah that's yeah. that's a good point uh do you have any other stuff that you want to talk about uh before we start getting into the meat of the film uh, the meat of the film the meat of the film <laughs> the meat of the film uh no i mean aside from it being a badass movie and like very different from other movies mm-hmm. um no, I guess we could just stick the fork in the meat. Let's do it. Stick the fork in the meat. Yeah? No. Uh, all There's right, a lot cool. of meat. No. <laughs> cool. Do you want to, I guess, spoiler warning, I guess, if, if you made it this far? Oh, that's the meat we're talking about. Oh, what what meat were oh, you talking man. about? Oh, man. So we're just... Okay, because... No, I'm, I was waiting for the meat. No, no yeah. I, no, I'm at... Yeah. I guess I'm at the, the restaurant right now waiting for that, <laughs> that steak. All right. Uh, yeah, so is there anything else non-spoiler related that you want to touch on on the movie? So if, if someone were to stop right here at this point because they haven't seen the movie yet. I feel like we haven't sold it yet. But it's not our job to sell it. It's our job to review it, right? That's uh, true. Uh, all I, right, if you were going to sell me on it. No. Well, <laughs> here, buy this pen. No. 
Um, I would say go watch it without. <laughs> well, I guess this is without high expectations. Okay, but I don't want you to expect something and then something else. The the shit that you might expect is going to be totally different from what's really going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also say don't compare it to Get Out. Because yeah. so a lot of people were asking me, um, hey, you know, is it is it better than Get Out? And my response was always, well, did you like Get Out? Mm-hmm. So if they like Get Out, then they would 100% like this one. Okay. But uh, if they didn't like Get Out and I was like, yeah, it's just like Get Out, you know, then I'd be like, ah, oh, well, now I'm expecting it to be shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got, and I guess that that's... That's always like a, a a troubling point too, because then people are gonna see it trying to compare it against it. Mm-hmm. Like you should just see it to see it. Like if you're interested in the if you see the trailer and you're interested in the movie, watch it. Like yeah, it's not you know you're not gonna watch. Well, what's a good example? Uh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah. Because yeah, that's a tor- horrible. That's a example. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you you should watch it because you're interested in in the movie itself. You shouldn't right. go into it trying to compare it to something else that you liked, you know? Cuz no no two things are going to be the same thing. Otherwise either they're you know, you're just going to like it less. Yeah, no two Kanye albums are the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's the perfect way to put it actually. Oh, there you go. Why would you say SpongeBob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the difference between uh uh, graduation and what came after graduation is that uh, uh, 808s 808s yeah yeah it's that you know they're both by Kanye but they're completely different albums right. but if you like Kanye you're gonna like Kanye yeah you know? yeah that's exactly what it is but if you're trying to hold uh, 808s to graduation you're gonna be disappointed because it's not graduation yeah now you're going in reverse right yeah. or if you're listening to 808 expecting yeah yeah, you can't go into this movie expecting to see Get Out. Exactly, that's exactly what 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 I was trying to tell everyone that asked me about it. Um, although speaking of music, if you do like the song "I Got Five on It," man, you're, oh, gonna, you're gonna love hear this. it a lot. <laughs> you're gonna love this movie. Uh, and again, aside from the composed music from the movie, I think they did a good job with picking out songs mm-hmm. for that era and for that like location. Because that's a very California song, mm-hmm. um, along with the Beach Boys, uh, shit like that, um, and uh, NWA, NCAA, NC. Yeah. This guy, you can see yeah. where my mind's at. March Man is over here. Nah. Um, ooh, which are you gonna watch the Duke game later? Yeah, it's gonna be a fun game. I guess by the time they hear this, it had already happened. Oh. so how'd you like the Duke game? Right. Nah. Um, but yeah, so NWA, all that. I mean, it's a very California soundtrack, and it was dope because it fit perfectly with it. Mm-hmm. Too perfect though, and we'll get into that when we get into this meet. So, uh, yeah, like uh, Renee said, if you hate spoilers, turn this shit off. Come back Come later. back later. But if you've seen the movie, you want to ride this whole wave, then stay tuned. We're going to hit that pause button, come back, and, yeah, I guess let's, uh, let's dive into it. All right, cool. All right, we'll be back. We'll be back. Welcome back, guys. Uh, again, final warning, get out if you haven't seen us yet. That was pretty good. All right, all right, cool. That was that was good. All right, all right. Um, yeah. So I guess we're off the bat. Let's uh, let's go ahead and, and dive into this meat. Um, <laughs> the movie was very eerie from the start. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about how they started the movie. Um, and this is with the Hands Across America commercial at the very beginning. 
Okay. So I didn't know that that was going to play a big ass role in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just simply thought they're time setting the movie like, oh, that's an 80s commercial. Let's yeah, just put that in there. That's what I thought that was for originally as well. Because mm-hmm. in the commercial, it says 1986. Yeah. And that's what I thought it was for. It's like, oh, this takes place in the past. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, after that commercial's over and they're showing that part at the boardwalk, at the pier. Yeah. And it says the year down there. I was like, oh, okay. I guess that's not what that commercial was for. Right. So then it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I just threw away the commercial like i didn't even think about yeah, it yeah my mind i was like okay so the commercial was pointless yeah and then i didn't think about it again until it came back at the end right and i also did like how uh, they threw in like the gr- the little girl won the thriller shirt mm-hmm. i thought that was a really cool like 80s reference to, of the yeah of the time um which again i think that was a reference to like the thriller music video that was very like creepy and scary mm-hmm. i think that was a cool like little easter egg that was uh I forgot where I saw that, but that was actually the the point there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then, uh, Peel was trying to, it, it was pay homage to homage to to that video and Michael Jackson. Nice. Cool. Uh, there was one part there that that did throw me off, or I guess not while that uh, flash, the the background, the part in the eighty the eighties. What on the on the pier? Well, not that part specifically, but then once they went to present time, that threw me off a little bit. Okay. Because uh, in the in the in the back, God, what's it called? A flashback? Be sure, yeah. Okay, the, so in the, the flashback, flashback um, you know, it happens in '86, and the main protagonist, uh, what, what's her name in the in the movie? Adelaide. Adelaide, the mom. Yeah, the yeah. mom. Adelaide is roughly eight years old. Okay. And then, were you doing the math? Yeah, and you then can't he goes do the math, bro. And then he goes to present time. So and you she know, looks today, young as fuck. Yeah, and it, it, I was really confused. Yeah, because chronologically she should be like forty-one. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you could say so, but they never really established how old the little girl was, though. Well, how so old she could have been like she was. I would say like fuck yeah, like eight, like but, eight, like eight or ten tops. But like maybe she was like six or five or four or a big ass three-year-old. I don't know, <laughs> a big ass three-year-old. Yeah, like I think uh, again, yeah, you're right. Yeah. They did. They should have at least place the time frame in like 2010 2000 i mean I don't like 2007 would have been dope it was it was a weird a weird thing that initially i was like well that's really weird because she's 41 and she has maybe you know the daughter was like what like 13 maybe she had 14. to be like 13 or 12 she was like in high school the kid high was school-ish. like kid 10. was like eight or nine ten whatever yeah. and then i got me thinking about it more i was like oh that's actually kind of cool because they pushed forward adulthood to reflect modern society more where you're having kids at a at a later age, at a later age, right? Yeah, so it kind of it, it connected. It just took me a second to figure it out. Yeah, so I, I thought that was kind of cool. I thought they were pretty cool. Speaking of parenthood, I thought they were really cool. Uh, they were cool as parents because like they're they're driving around listening to I Got Five on right. it, and uh, the little kids like, oh, you know what's this song about <laughs> drugs? It's like it's not about drugs. It's just a really good song. Like, <laughs> it's a good song. Yeah, Don't like do drugs. You know that's what I'm gonna do with my kids when yeah. I'm listening to like Fifty I got Cent five or something. On it. Yeah. <laughs> Like Drake, no. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of kind of cool how they this they displayed they portrayed an updated version of an American family. Yeah, and that was dope. And then I guess you could even take it further into detail when uh, you go back to the eighties. Her parents were like the dad was an alcoholic and mm-hmm. the mom was like trying to do right with the daughter, but like the dad wasn't having it. Right, you could um, tell like they weren't really together, but they were just together because they had a kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly Fucking what 80s. it was. Um. But man, that that board that boardwalk scene really like again once I had time to digest this, it mm-hmm. really f- like 
trip me out because you get you see it later in the movie um the boardwalk the boardwalk you and, see everything yeah. that happens but there was even little details that uh once i looked into it i was like oh shit that's cool um the goonies was actually filmed uh like on that boardwalk in mm-hmm. santa uh santa monica not santa monica no, santa uh, cruz santa cruz Whoops. yeah yeah so uh and that took place in the 80s you know mm-hmm. so uh it was dope because in the movie the mom goes to the she tells the husband this is in passing like you can barely like catch it but she goes hey uh they're filming a movie over there you should go see if they need extras oh yeah 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 and i guess that was uh paying homage to the director of the goonies because mm-hmm. they're filming a movie in the 80s and that was which would have been happening while they were there right yeah so That's i thought cool. that was a really cool tidbit to build builds the whole world out fleshes yeah. it out yeah, yeah. and it, i thought that was really cool um so yeah so she's she's on the boardwalk she walks away from her dad she what kind of eight-year-old walks into a scary-ass fucking mirror house like yeah <laughs> bro like, it's like so this is what you do huh this is okay so that's what we're doing this <laughs> yeah how'd you feel about that um I, I it makes sense i mean kids you know they just want to explore shit yeah so they're like oh this is cool and then you just walk in i guess but yeah. i i feel like she went in because it started raining like well i don't want to get rained on oh yeah you're right it did start raining yeah and then probably just you know got curious and kept on walking and mm-hmm. then ran into that fucking owl that was the, scary. The owl that pops up. <laughs> Which, like, that, owl, <laughs> that owl scared me. <laughs> that was scary as hell. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, so she. I don't think I'm ever going to walk into any fun house at all, like now, moving forward in my life. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, this movie is so, like, it, realistic. It ruined fun houses for it you. It ruined fun houses for me. And we were just talking about it the other uh, episode, uh, Party Like It's 1999. You wanted to do that mirror uh, party. Did. And I, I remembered so that. So now you don't want to go, huh? Now I'm not going to your party, bro. You already RSVP'd. Nope, Sorry. Take it back. No. <laughs> Well, there's a five hundred dollar non refundable deposit, so uh fuck your refundable uh non refundable. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Alright, I'll come. No. But I'm not gonna have fun. No. Um I'm not gonna like it though. Not gonna like it. You're just sitting in the corner pouting. Right. Uh so yeah, moving down, um she encounters her doppelganger, Tethered yes. Tethered Her red, other. Her other. Uh that was very quick. It was they didn't give it much detail on it. She, I, I liked how they just moved out of it and was like, "Oh, your daughter's trauma uh, has traumatized, traumatized." Yeah. yeah, you know, like it didn't. It, it made you forget about it in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, which moving down, down, we'll talk about why you forgot about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, did you like that? How they didn't go into detail and they were just like, "All right, this happened. Now let's go to the psychiatrist." Like, yeah, I kind of like that because you know, it gets you. It gets you thinking, mm-hmm. and I think that's. That's the main, you know, the main point of the movie, and that's when things get the most scary yeah. when you start thinking about them. Yeah. Um. So I guess everything else that happens in between is kind of the, essentially the trailer, right? I mean, you see them on the beach. You see them go to their beach house. Yeah, uh, they're hanging sets out. Sets up the trailer. Uh, uh, the little boy runs into the scary ass dude. Mm-hmm. Um, runs into the scary. I dude. I think uh, earlier in the episode when I was talking about when shit hits the fan, this is the part where I was talking about. So when they're in the house, right, mm-hmm. and she's trying to tell the gabe the husband she was like look i'm scared i don't want to be here something happened in my past and now it's, i feel like it's coming back right but leading up to that we were talked about coincidences um i thought it was really dope how they play with the number 11 in this movie right um right so i think we could talk about it for a little bit 
Number 11 happened when they're in the living room and Gabe is watching baseball. Yep. Um, and then you hear the announcer say, oh, the Giants are tied in seventh inning, 11 to 11. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's 11-11. 11-11. She's with the kid in the room, right? You see the clock, 11-11. Go in the bed, 11-11. So then that's when she's like, oh, shit, shit's going to hit the fan. You mm-hmm. know, like she even, like, you know, she knows. Uh, um, the, the dude at the the flashback, he's holding the, the sign, uh in the ambulance, uh huh, eleven eleven, and then you see him when they're driving to the beach. He's in the ambulance, getting getting wheeled up to the back of an ambulance. Yeah, eleven eleven, eleven eleven. Um, so I looked into it, and there's a here's a passage. Uh huh. The uh, Jeremiah eleven eleven. Um, so I'm just gonna read it word for word. Uh, it is seen inscribed on a sign by a homeless man. We talked about that. You see it all over the movie. Uh, so the Bible translation that I found online was, Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, I am bringing a disaster on them, which they will not be able to escape. Though they will cry to me, yet I will not listen to them. Yeah, that's... Does that, is that what you got? Yeah. I looked at like four or five different sources. It was, it was hard to find this and shit. And they were all variations of that. That's yeah. mainly the same thing. Um, So I guess stick to that, okay? We'll get back to the 11-11. Um, but that's when shit started hitting the fan. Yeah, that's when yeah. she... Well, actually, before shit hit the fan, can we talk about uh, Gabe and how he was trying super hard to get it? <laughs> All right, on a, on a serious note, uh, on a lighter note. No, we'll on get, a serious we'll, note. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. He's like, All right, I'm going, I'll be in the magic room. In the yeah, room. I'll be in the magic room. Yeah. And then he, when he like lays out on the bed, bro. Bro. <laughs> that bed was so small, though. It was, a, it was like a twin-size bed. It was I'm like a twin-size yeah. bed. And, you know, Gabe just... The actor that plays him, he, he's a big dude. Right, right, right. And so he was laying down on the bed, and he was, like, end-to-end. End. Like, he was on the whole bed. <laughs> and then uh, that's when the wife, uh, Lupita's character, was like, oh, you know, I, I want to go. And he's like, yeah, wh- where are you trying to go? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, all trying to – he's trying to make this this uh, s- sex time work. Right. She was all like, oh, let's get out of here. You know, I, I want to I wanna go. And he was all just trying to get it. <laughs> yeah. Man, he even laid down. He was like, what's up? Are you trying to you know, like, <laughs> Where are you trying to go? Bro, I'll how hard you. did, like, that just stop for him? Yeah. And then yeah. that's when fucking shit hits the fan. The lights cut. Right. And then uh, they don't have a backup generator. So like their friends do. Their friends do. So they're sitting in the dark. Yeah. And then that that's when uh, when the rest of the trailer basically plays out. Yeah. Uh, the kid comes into the room, says there's a family a family in the driveway. Right. Well, so as a man of the house, you know, he has to, like, go out there yeah. and grab yeah. a bag. Oh, and he, he, no, well, the, the first time he goes out there, he, <laughs> oh, yeah, he goes right. out there and he's like, excuse me, do, do you guys need something? Like, can all I nice. help you? He's, he's all nice. Yeah. And then he comes back in, right? He comes back in, gets the bat, and then he goes back out. And <laughs> he just like he flipped a switch. Dude, that was so funny. He he got all hard. Yeah, he like, got all hardcore. I done told you. Get off my property. Uh, whatever the yeah. fuck he says. Yeah. yeah, I told you get off my property. If you want to get crazy, <laughs> we can get crazy. And, and then, then that's, that's when shit hits the fan. That's when the little music comes in and they it's like she does a little tapping noise and then uh-huh. they all spread out. Yep. Yeah, and then he goes inside. He's like, "Oh fuck! Like, <laughs> it didn't work. Like, let's get out of here." He's like, "Did you call the police?" Yeah. And I thought it was funny how uh, she's like, "Oh, they're 15 minutes away." And then he goes back inside. He's like, "Did you call the police?" Yeah, they're 14 minutes away. Like, bro, <laughs> it's like 14 minutes. Yeah, that was funny. Um, 
and then that's when shit started happening. So I want to talk about when they met their their tethered, yeah, the, the doppelgangers. Um, I thought it was really cool how her voice. I guess right off the bat, that's what like that's the thing I noticed the most. Her voice was very like I haven't talked in so long, and I'm gasping for air type. You know, mm-hmm. um, that voice just like creeped me the fuck out. Like, yeah, the voice alone yeah. is really well done. <laughs> Yeah, uh, which makes sense. The more I thought about it, was I, I did think of that. It's like, well, she hasn't talked in about twenty five, thirty years. Yeah, and then I was thinking about it more with the information that we get at the end of the movie. Her vocal cords are probably messed up, so that's why she sounds so weird. She hasn't used them. Well, no, because they were crushed. Oh wait, why were they crushed? Well, because well, that's how they. I guess, do you want to just talk about the main spoiler? <laughs> oh, shit. All right, spoiler number one. Yeah, main, fuck it. We're, main, going, we're yeah. diving in, yeah. Main spoiler. Uh, at the end of the movie, when they when they reveal that they actually switched spots, they oh, show... Oh, God, that hold. Are you just going to throw that one out there? Well, you, you said spoiler. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, when they reveal that they switched spots, um, she chokes her until she was unconscious. So she was choking You're her, right. so her vocal cords probably got messed up. You're right. The little girl chokes the other little girl. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. So, like, she hasn't talked in, like, 25-plus years, and her vocal cords were messed up, and she never got medical attention, so they probably just healed bad. Badly, yeah. Yeah. So that's and, probably uh, why she sounded so weird. Yeah. I mean, her English was pretty well for, like, an 8-year-old, like, I just learned how to read type of shit. Like, Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah. But no, but you're right. Yeah. So she was choked out, and then... That's why it sounds like another thing I was I was thinking about, and this is probably not even it, but you know how long she's been down there that her, I mean, it's not really natural oxygen. Like, mm-hmm. probably sounded all weird and gaspy because like she really hasn't been outside in a really long time, you know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. I, I do. So I, just I, I like how all these things, like if you're looking for them, they play into why it sounded like that. But the voice was was great. Yeah, everything's so well written into the mm-hmm. the, the overall thing um but that that story she tells so this story that she tells in the living room when when they first meet mm-hmm. really like stuck with me because it's like you know she tells them like oh when the guy gabe was like what are you people like who are you yeah and she's like we're americans like <laughs> that was the best most creepy like response you could give them because essentially they are americans and you learn this later that they're like you know they were uh I guess a government a uh, government project project gone wrong but like in her head like we're Americans like we just right. live in the tunnels like we're not you people but we are Americans and it, it was dope how um, she's telling her like you know uh, while you guys are up here we're down there mm-hmm. you know you guys are we're your shadows like you guys are doing this we're doing that uh, which I thought that that was the whole story but then as you go back into the the last couple of 15 minutes of the movie, mm. she goes into deeper detail on that story. Right. How she's dancing and whatnot. Like, and all that jazz. But, uh, but that first, like, initial, like, we are you story that first was meeting. creepy as fuck, man. Like, because mm. you, like, that makes you think, like, damn, is there, like, a, another person? Like, is there another trade Like, is there, do they have a podcast? Like, you know, like, <laughs> they have a podcast, but it's doing super well. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And we're the <laughs> shitty ones that, like, we're stuck in this America right now. Their America's great. Like, they still got Obama. Like, they, they made still, America great again. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's exactly... And, like, us is like, are, are we the short end of the stick? Like, yeah. that's crazy, man. Which which side of it are we on? Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so then that, that first meeting, I guess, 
then they they you know they separate out so gabe gets taken out into the right. boat that he buys that dumbass boat oh that was funny yeah <laughs> uh with his doppelganger his tethered and they start battling it out um yeah. the girl she gets told to run and then her tether follows behind her and then yeah. the kids go play which <laughs> i thought right, was right. i thought was kind of interesting that was really cool yeah the yeah, way they, that like they just wanted to run around and like chase them yeah. you know like yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the mom and the mom's tethered are left in the main room to talk, I guess. Right. So what do you think? Um, do you think that the mom chained her up on purpose just because, like, that's what she did to her? Like, this- yeah, that that's that's what I think, which at the yeah. time, it just seems really weird when you're at that point in the movie. Right. Where he's like, OK, that's. Why isn't she tying everyone else up? Like, that seems weird, you know? Yeah. But then when you get the full context of the movie, it makes so much sense. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, he's tie- she's tying her up just like she t- did to her right, in right. the past. That's crazy, though, because if you think about it, it's like, how long did she wait to do that? You know, like, yeah. she waited years to do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't quite pay attention to it, but I don't, I don't know if you caught it. Was it the same uh, chains? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, that would be dope if it was. I, I would, don't know. I would imagine that it was. I would, yeah, because they can't get chains on there. Yeah, right? I was like, where are they going to get them from? Yeah. Uh, which, is actually a, which is actually an issue that I had. Where I was like, where the fuck did they get all these red suits? Bro. <laughs> like, like, at the end when they're like, all right, now it's time. Like, yeah. where the hell did, who made these red yeah, suits? Yeah, I was like, who the fuck made all these? Where did you guys get all these same pair of scissors? <laughs> like, did you guys call up fucking Costco? Is right. It- they're made out of a uh, fucking... Uh, Bunny? No, I was gonna say Birdman. No. Birdman. <laughs> they made out of bunny and shit. Um, um, although she did mention that, like, oh, while you guys got toys, like we got sharp objects, sharp scissors to play with. Yeah. So maybe that's what they got. I, don't I know. guess they just—they probably just had a whole bunch of them, maybe yeah. laying around or Some something. Some government shit. Um. So that initial meetup was was dope, man. I think uh, they did a really good job with like introducing the tethered world mm. you know like and th- yeah that too because that that's exactly what it was like it was literally just an introduction like yeah. that the whole everything that's shown in the trailer happened in like the first 40 minutes of the movie maybe right because then that that's what i thought the whole movie was going to be uh revolve around like them in that house trying to get away from their tethers or battling with their tether counterparts right. but then maybe like not even 15 minutes later they had escaped and they were they were on the boat and going over to the what was their name? The white family. Um, I don't remember, but their friend, the white to, friends. Yeah, to yeah. their friends' uh, house to seek safety, I guess. Right, and then that's where I was talking about the flow because, like, once shit hits the fan, I was like, "Damn, this is it! Like, I, this is it!" And then, like, all right, now we're like, we're safe for a little. Right, bit. they're safe, and and so that was confusing to me. I was like, "Huh, that's really weird," because that I thought that was going to be the whole movie. Yeah, and then we had been there for like an hour of movie time, and I was like. Well, it's not an hour-long movie, right. so what, what's going to happen next? Still got a whole chunk. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about how the the reaction to the crowd... I don't know if people around where you were sitting had the same reaction, but once... Uh, they're in the White House, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to call it the White House, but you the know White what House. I mean. Yeah. yeah. They're in the uh, family's house, and then the... The white family has tethers too. Mm-hmm. The people around me were like, "Oh shit, they got them too!" You yeah. know. And then I was like, "Damn, okay." So I thought it was just gonna be like a black family thing, uh-huh. um, but they. So then everyone has them. Everyone you, has. You them. learn that everyone has them. But I thought it was dope how um, the tethers react 
or act a little bit like their counterparts, like the real people. Right. So when the dad, he's kind of like goofy and stuff, and like he doesn't want to like really do much. He's kind of like he's kind of like a dick. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like a dick. He's like a yeah. douchebag. And then the mom, the white mom, is like, uh, she's all about like uh, her beauty and her yeah. facial products and stuff. Um, the two little girls are twins, and they're like doing somersaults and shit. Yeah, um, like gymnastics or something. Yeah, I thought it was dope how uh, the tethers kill him off, man. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that part. That part, um, I, I had some trouble with that actually, because the everyone in the white family, so it's a mom, a dad, and the two the two girls. Yeah, they died in like a minute, like literally a, a minute of screen time. Yeah, it they, was like, so why did they? Why did their tethers not fuck with them? I think, uh, I think because of Lupita and uh, right, yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. that's what I was thinking. Like, I guess Lupita, you know, obviously Lupita wanted to torture her counterpart, right? But as far as like the girl and the dad, like they they didn't really go. Yeah. They just wanted to kill them. Like they were no different than the other ones. So I, I'm I'm guessing like Lupita yeah. told them like you know fuck with them for let's, a while. Let's, I guess let's kind of torture them. Let, let's milk this. Which thing. Uh, if you're following along, we mean Lupita as in Adelaide. Um, I don't want to confuse anybody. Adelaide. But yes. Lupita is uh. I think of Lupita. I think of fucking uh, Black Panther. No, I, I, um, I have a. <laughs> I keep on forgetting Lupita. Okay, or uh, Adelaide. Adelaide, and it's I keep on remembering name, Lupita. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but no, you're right. I think uh, Adelaide, her doppelganger character, whoever the hell, was like, "Hey, let's fuck with this family. Yeah, like, don't kill them yet. Yeah, like, like go ahead. Mean, like we're gonna kill them. Like don't yeah. don't get don't get me wrong. But... And I think she was like thirsty for like that lifestyle. You know, yeah, like that, that like. Yeah, because why would the why would the dad Hank or what's his name, Gabe? Uh, Gabe, his uh, he had a, a counter mm-hmm. a name counterpart tether. Yeah. Anyway, they were, why would he be on a boat like you know? <laughs> and why would the little daughter be running chasing? Yeah. After? Um, yeah, and I guess that that's what uh, what confused me watching the film because yeah. I'm watching them like you know they're on the boat, the little girl's running after the girl, the kid is in the in the in the closet, closet playing with the other kid. And you know the mom's just kind of dicking around, like fucking around with the with Lupita or God damn it, <laughs> with uh, Adelaide. With Adelaide, and then I see the white family, and they all just you know straight up kill them. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's weird. But yeah. in context, I guess that makes sense. Why? Yeah, uh, I do want to talk about that closet scene though. I would be so paranoid if myself was stuck in a closet with myself. Like, mm-hmm. imagine like how do you how do you even like react? But then that was important because. Um, Jason got to to realize, hey, if I take my mask off, he's gonna take his mask off. He got the and see that was really important. How they're yeah. linked, yeah, right, right. So that was really dope. Uh, I did like uh, the running scene, the girl, the little girl. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm referring to? I think so. With the the guy sitting next to you. Oh the yeah, theater. the guy sitting next to me in the in the theater. Uh, when the daughter gets told to run, and she starts running, the guy next to me is like, really? Like she's on the track team though. What? <laughs> <laughs> half assing that like she's just like half assing that run right like bitch you're running for your life yeah man run faster and then she stops like what why are you stopping she wasn't even sweaty right right oh that was funny i like how the the, the white guy came out and was like hey get off my car and yeah. then dead like that was- yeah and then that's that's uh, that was the first time that we saw one of the tether actually kill somebody yeah so i was like oh they can actually they when when they're not fucking around they can kill you in like two seconds yeah 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 and yeah, that's exactly it. Um, so yeah, when uh, they're all there and everything's happening, uh, what I, oh, I guess I could talk about it a little bit. The, what I didn't like though 
and I think this is just me being like too realistic. Mm-hmm. So they're in the White House, and they show up, and they realize, oh, these guys are tethers too. Like, right. let's try to kill them. How does a little boy manage, a little eight-year-old kid manage to hit someone with a rock and then kill them? Like that doesn't what? That doesn't make sense. Maybe it was, or a even heavy the girl rock. with the golf club was <laughs> like, you know. Well, the golf club one, I guess, makes sense. Yeah, she's a little bit stronger. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a. Have you ever been hit by a golf club? They're, yeah, no. no. <laughs> like, those are some sturdy-ass fucking clubs. Dude, I liked how everyone started clapping, though. When, yeah, in, <laughs> our, in our theater, everyone started clapping when the when the daughter started beating the shit out of one of the twins. Yeah, that was funny. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just a heavy rock. I Maybe. But I was just like, wait a second. That was weird. Because I, I did think that was a little odd, how she, she was just out. Yeah. Um, well, I guess she did come back, though. So she didn't die. She just got knocked out. Okay. Oh, yeah, when she was on the table. Yeah, because yeah. then ultimately the mom, uh, Lupita, killed her. Yeah. I'm just going to give up. I'm referring yeah, to her as Lupita. Lupita. Adelaide's Lupita now. Lupita's yeah. the main girl in the movie. Yeah. Um. So that was that was interesting. There was so many uh, so many like little things I wanted to point out in that scene in that house. Um, one of them being an important one. When, <laughs> I when think I, I think I know what you're talking, what you're gonna say. When they play uh, NWA or what? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like you know, someone says, "Oh, call the cops" or something like that. Yeah. And then he's like, "Now playing, fuck the police," or like, yeah, yeah. And then uh, fuck the police comes on, and they're like dying. People are killing each other, and you just hear "fuck the police." Uh-huh. I think uh, Jordan Peele chose that song on purpose. You know, like. Yeah, I I yeah. think uh, it, it goes as much as you want to analyze it because, you know, Fuck the Police is playing, which is a song about Fuck the Police. Right, right. You know, it's about how, you know, people growing up in Compton, they, they feared the police. Like, they were just getting beat up by the police. Like, you know, they were being treated as less than. Mm-hmm. And while that was playing, these this white family was getting killed and dying. Yeah. So I I feel that's what he was going for maybe. So like a reverse role, like a reverse role, you know, because the song's about black people being oppressed by the police and getting killed and you know being uh, brutalized. Yeah. Brutality. Brutality. Yeah. And we were watching the opposite happen. I guess. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool. Like little. It was really cool. I, I enjoyed placement. That. Yeah. Um. And then another thing I noticed in that that whole movie. Uh. Oh, I'm sorry. That whole house scene was when Lupita goes back for the keys, right? Mm-hmm. And you see the son Jason come back to like look to help his mom for some and reason. For some reason. <laughs> for some right. reason they thought he's that a was badass. A good idea. Yeah, Jason's <laughs> a badass. Like at that point he didn't give a fuck. Like he was just so he comes back and then that's when Lupita's killing the the dop the, the tethered mom. Right? But uh, the, the rage she has and I don't know if you noticed this, the rage she has when she's like stabbing her. Yeah. And then she has to turn that off immediately and go to Jason and be like, oh, like, it's okay. Like, I'm your mom. I am your mother. I'm your mother. Like, you know, and that was like, oh, shit. Where did that rage come from? Like, yeah, because she was. That was was it was almost as if she was a whole different person. Yeah, exactly. And then Jason was like, God damn, you know, like, who the fuck is this bitch? Yeah. yeah. And then I think that was the first initial like, (laughs) I'm eating my food every day now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You are not my mom. No. Oh, uh, to go back really quick, because that, that just reminded me. Yeah. Uh, in the scene when they first get to their beach house and mm-hmm. they're all eating, uh, one of the things that stood out to me was they were, the whole family was eating fast food, but Lupita was eating strawberries and she was eating like a salad and something. Oh yeah, that's and right. everyone else was eating burgers. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. How uh, even just from that they were kind of kind of nudging that she's somehow different. 
Oh, so she's not really a true American because she doesn't eat fast food? No. <laughs> well, yeah. It was, yeah. It was just like because everyone was eating more or less the same thing. They all had like a wrapper of a burger. They all had fries and a soda. And her, she was the only one there eating a strawberry. Yeah, you So right. even in the scene, the strawberry was red. And that was the only thing with that color. Like there was nothing blue. There was nothing green. That was so, the, I, yeah. That was the only bright color in the movie in the scene. Damn, I didn't even catch that one. Damn, that's a good one. Yeah. So maybe she knew like, hey, the government just fucking processes all this food and like, you're eating rabbits. Yeah. Or she really cherishes her life and she doesn't want to fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, which I feel like is a uh, one of the over arching themes of the movie that you never really realize how good you have it until you're stuck in a tunnel until you're stuck in a tunnel yeah or someone from a tunnel is killing you <laughs> right exactly yeah <laughs> um damn that's a good one yeah uh damn that's dope <laughs> no nah, i'm all thinking about it bro there's so much that, guys there's so much in this film that you're just like oh man i didn't even think of that yeah and uh, later i have a segment later on called uh a whole lot of this is wise uh-huh and i can't wait to get into that and then um there was the part where uh, where they're finally leaving um, these the the white family's house, yeah, and they get the right after the mom had killed uh, the doppelganger because she went in there to get the keys that they didn't get for the second time in the movie. Oh, for real, yeah. <laughs> Which I I kind of liked. I thought it was pretty realistic because you're running for your life. You know, you're not thinking, oh, let me make sure I got my wallet, right. my keys, my cell phone. Yeah, you're just trying to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> like that. Uh... <laughs> Like that Adam Sandler rap? Did you ever yeah. do that? Yeah. Like that. I'm all excited. Um, <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, the part that I didn't like was when they were in the car ready to leave. And they were fucking debating over who gets to drive. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, who? Wh- why is that even a debate? You better I get think, your ass out of yeah. the driver's seat. Yeah. I feel like that was one of the few points in the movie points in the movie that took me out of the movie experience. Yeah. Where I was just sitting there. I was like, okay, this is stupid. Like, it, in what world are people going to be debating who gets to drive when somebody that wants to kill them is after them? Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%. Because that was like, that was like a minute. That was that a was, solid like going back and forth. Them. Yeah, going back and forth. Yeah. It's like, well, I killed two of them, so if anything, I should be driving. Which I did like the head count. Yeah. yeah the, or the body count. But they were like, oh, well, I killed two. I killed two. It's like, well, I killed three, technically. And he was like, <laughs> all right, cool. Um, yeah, but I did, I did have here in my notes that... Uh, if that was my daughter, I would have been like, "You better get the fuck!" Like you know, like, yeah, yeah, like it was. There it was, was just, no debate. Why it are was you really out of place for you have someone trying to kill you and you're going to debate on this? Yeah. However, so right after that, when they finally run over the girl uh, chasing them that's trying to kill them, mm-hmm. um, they run, they hit her, and like she goes flying. She ends up in a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at first, I thought it was weird. Like another reason to like, why are you going to get out? Uh, of the car when mm-hmm. Lupita gets out and she's like checking to to see if she's all right. Um, I thought that was weird, but then once I digested it, I was thinking, well, she's the she's a tethered, so she's gonna go check on the tethered little girl, right? And maybe she was trying to save her so she could give her like the real lifestyle, like a real like give her yeah. an opportunity to live outside of the outside of the tethered outside of thing. the tethered the tunnels. Um, and I thought that was really weird. So then. You could tell she has a moment where, like, this, this girl is on her last breath, right, and she's dying. Lupita kind of goes up to her, and, like, she wants to, like, like touch her. Like, like comfort her. her. Comfort her. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really weird, and I didn't really understand it. But then I got to thinking, and I was like, damn, well, she wants a better lifestyle for a tethered yeah. girl. And then you you also see that when uh, they come across as daylight, and they come across the boy mm-hmm. with the fire. 
and you see him walking back towards the fire right and then again lupita's like shit like don't kill yourself like i want to help you type of yeah which that that confused me even in hindsight with the whole thing because at that point in the movie she didn't know that she was a tethered what do you mean she didn't know yet because she didn't remember until the end of the movie no she she knew all along did she know? Uh, that's the part, I guess, that I'm confused about. I thought she didn't remember that she was. No, I, I understood. So from what I understood is that she knew all along and she didn't want to go back to the beach house because she had that suppressed memory. Well, a suppressed memory. Oh, right, something right. But you don't no, remember. But no, I knew that. No, I knew that I was a tether. No, <laughs> I feel like she did know because. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Because at the smile at the very end, mm-hmm. that made me think like, damn, she knew all along. I yeah I I don't know I I had understood that she didn't remember that they switched spots until the very end when she had killed her tether. No, I don't know, man. That's that's a good one. That's a good debate. Yeah, because I, I, I guess... felt like she was also like she always knew she was a tether. Mm-hmm. That's why, like now that you brought it up, that's why she didn't eat junk food. Mm-hmm. That's why when the girl at the the white lady at the beach was like, um. Oh, what's wrong? Are you okay? And she's like, "Oh, I just always have trouble speaking." Right. Like that's why, um, you know, shit. Like, uh, I don't know when she was in the basement and like she saw herself as a little girl with the ballerina. Mm-hmm. You know, shit like that. Like she always had an excuse for something. Oh, uh, I get you. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and that that might be that would make those scenes make more sense too. Yeah. Why she cared? Yeah. Um. Yeah, because my understanding, and up until literally right now, was that she didn't remember that she was a tethered. Like, so she had suppressed that memory. Yeah. Until at the end when she kills herself, essentially. Yeah. And that's when she remembered everything. I feel like she she see. This is why I feel like she knew because again she did she did have that connection with them where it showed that she cared. Mm-hmm. But also when uh, her head's getting on like when her head was on the glass table and she's getting squished. Um, you hear the little boy get, got trapped in the closet. Shout out R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> you hear, you know, you hear him screaming, and then calmly she's like, "Oh, that's yours. Like that's that's your boy." Oh, that's you true. know. Yeah. So it's kind of like, wait, what the fuck? Like you're not just gonna tell your the girl on top of you, "Hey, go get your boy." Like you <laughs> yeah. all calmly, like, no, nah, man, that's weird. Like I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But I, I that, no, that's another. I good thought point. that she knew the whole time. Huh. And then that's why she's trying to kill off this family so she won't have to go back. So she'll, the secret won't be revealed to right. her husband. So she can continue living her, living her life. Living her fake life, yeah. Huh. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm interested to see which way it goes, actually. Yeah. So that my understanding was that she didn't know until the end. Until but the you're, end. You're talking about the chalk room or yeah. the, the, school, the classroom with the, the chalkboard? Yep. Yeah, uh, which I want to get into that. But too. that makes that would make more sense in the movie if she did know the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Nah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let, let's let's uh, go on to to your next topic then. Uh, real quick, I wanna I wanna go into catching these Easter eggs, double meanings, and full circles. Um, so we talked about this at the beginning. Uh, the commercial for Hands Across America. Yep. Um, this shit is crazy because you don't realize that this would be a whole reason that these people would come up from the tunnels to do this. Uh, this they did. Sh- oh. They did this shit to show that America was not helping those in need, but in fact, forgetting and pushing away these experiments. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the 
the main, the main reason why they started that in 1986 was to raise money to help the poor and the needy, right? Right. Um, I think she did a good job with using that to help the poor and the needy in the tunnels and fulfill that hands across America bullshit, you know? Right. Like, why else would they want to go up there and hold hands? To make a statement. No. <laughs> right. So yeah. I think that was really cool. We did talk about Michael Jackson's Thriller shirt. Um, the one big one that I was like, oh, man, this shit was crazy. It was, like, mind-blowing at the end uh-huh. was, okay, the tunnel, uh, not the tunnel scene, the, the pier scene, right, where uh, the little girl's wandering off. But you yep. see her look at all the Americans and all the white people, like, enjoying themselves, eating. They're yep. on the rides. Like, they're having fun. It was dope to see oh, the, tethered, the, the tethered doing that in the tunnel. Yep. Yeah. And it, sh- it showed, like, okay, you're they're living their best life up here. But down here, they're, like, they're all miserable. But right. they're in the motions. They're doing everything that they're, they're doing They're mimicking. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, I know. There's so much... That was movie, such man. a no. brain, like... Yeah, because they're mimicking the actions of the privileged people, but they really don't know why, which just rings true, I guess, across the nation in so many levels. Like, yeah, like, um, you know, people, and it sucks to say, but people that don't have a lot are trying to mimic exactly the people that do have, that do everything. have a lot. Yeah, because um, apparently that's that's the dream. And that's deep as fuck, man. And I think Jordan Peele did a really good job with, like, mm-hmm. you know, so the people in poverty, hands across America are the people in the tunnels mimicking the Americans that they want to be like. Right. Um, so and then that's why when she, she got asked, oh, what are you people? She's like, we're Americans. Because mm-hmm. to them, they, they're really Americans. Right, because they're, they're, they're trying to emulate and, what they see as the American dream. Bro, man, <clears throat> telling you, there's so much shit in this movie, man. And then that's that's the whole thing. When people are like, oh, is it good? Is it scary? Am I going to jump? It's like it's so much more to just being right, like. To being scared. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm glad I got that one out. <laughs> I was holding that one in, bro. Yeah, you can that, breathe now, man. That scene was so trippy, man. And then you even see like the guy with the 1111 on his head. Oh, he's the, doing the motion. He's holding up a sign. Yeah. And then if you really want to go into detail, uh, her as uh, Adelaide as a little girl, the tethered girl had a was given a thriller shirt too, but hers was very generic and very like bland. Yeah. And it didn't have the thriller logo. It didn't have Michael Jackson. Yeah. The the colors were similar, but it was very It looked like, visually similar. Yeah. But she got the downgraded version of mm-hmm. it, you know? And then her dad was still a drunk, like you know, but <laughs> it was crazy, bro. Like yeah. that whole scene tripped me out because I was like, damn, that's like the American lifestyle just on a lower on a budget. scale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man! All right, cool. Well, <laughs> folks, that was it for t- you know. <laughs> I was man. I wanted to talk about that so much. All right. Um. So yeah, that was uh that was an Easter egg that I that I found. And then we okay. So let's go back to the Jeremiah Jeremiah eleven. Uh huh. Um. So, I got here that while there's no uh there's no such godly authority figure in in the movie Us, it reads more clearly from the perspective of Adelaide. Adelaide is pissed that Red got to live the life above surface and a family while Adelaide dwelled in the darkness, gave birth to monsters and soulless husband. Abraham was his name. Um, Abraham. Yeah. What, yeah. What do we call him Gabe? Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Abraham was the tethered. Gabe okay. was the real one. Ah. Yeah. Come on. Right? Just follow along. No. Um, so what, what? I guess what that Jeremiah 11 uh, quote that we had where the Lord says, I'm bringing disaster, but they won't be able to help. Mm-hmm. I guess that that go that he's talking about Adelaide, like right. Adelaide's gonna bring disaster t- to the people up above, mm-hmm. but she's not gonna be able to help them, you know. And I thought that's what eleven eleven meant throughout the whole film. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with that. That's crazy too. <laughs> All right, that one wasn't That's as crazy, crazy too. That one wasn't <laughs> as crazy, but I thought that was a good uh, Easter egg. Um, and yeah, I think uh, think that was that was pretty much the gist of the Easter eggs. Is there another one that you found that I'm trying to think if there was one that I didn't. Yeah, that you didn't cover, but I think that's about it. And if anything comes up to me while we're still recording, I'll say everything else. I guess are just nitpicks at the movie or questions. Or you, you had a point, a part that you wanted to say about questions or why this is or why is that? Oh yeah, so I had a whole segment, but we kind of covered it throughout the whole thing. Uh, okay, I had a segment called "A Whole Lot of This Is Wise." Yeah, and I thought it was just a cool way to call <laughs> it. Yeah. Um. So here, I'll just skim through them real quick. Uh, a whole lot of this is why this is why Red, the tethered Adelaide, was the only tethered able to talk. Right, because right? she was actually born on the surface and taught language. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is why she kept her hands across America shirt. Right. Because yep. Mm-hmm. Um. This is why. This is why I'm hot. <laughs> this is why I'm hot. I don't got a rap. Uh. This is why the underground people let her be the leader. Because mm-hmm. she was from the above world. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I like this back. Of, okay, cool. Um, This is why Adelaide was so scared to go back to Santa Cruz. Because she knows that's where her where her, her double is at. Yeah. Um, This is why the white lady was making remarks on her skin touch-ups on the beach. Mm-hmm. And then later on, uh, talking about that Adelaide had perfect skin, that this and that, she looked so young. Um, then when the white lady's doppelganger had Adelaide tied up in the room, this is why she was cutting her skin. Yep. Uh, which I think she was trying to use Adelaide's face as a mask to try to mimic I that. I think that's where she was going with it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, to come full circle, have you seen the new J. Cole music video for uh, <laughs> Middle Child? Uh, I haven't. So there's a scene in the in the in the movie or in the in the music video where a white lady's in a grocery store and mm-hmm. you know how like the the meat section there's packages of meat yep. well instead of packages of meat there's there's black faces being sold okay and then you see the white lady grabbing one as if she's gonna buy a face a face so that's kind of like the similarity okay. I get you um oh shit I got more hold on I got like <laughs> ten of these oh shit I got a whole uh, back page yeah. When oh, you, this when okay. You, when you find out that the test is double sided, right? <laughs> you thought you were done. Yeah. Um, another one. This is why Adelaide knew what to do in certain situations, which we kind of covered that. Right. Uh, when to get out of the car, where to go once she got to the mirror funhouse at the end. Mm-hmm. How did she know where to go? That's a big. She kept going down. Like. That's true. Yeah, uh, she and kept. That going. would make more sense than if she knew she was a test the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. She found the escalator. Um, I just I took it as. There's really only one way down there, so if you keep on going, you'll eventually get there. Yeah. No, yeah. Continue. She kept going down. Uh, And then we kind of talked about this one. Uh, Adelaide sort of started caring about the doppelganger children in a way when the evil daughter stuck on the tree. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kid backs up into the fire. Uh, Let's see. Last one. (laughs) So the last one I wrote. This one's important. Guys, if you took anything away from this movie, this is what what you want to take. It's going to be stupid, isn't Um, it? (laughs) <laughs> this is why the daughter didn't want to continue doing track and field. She fucking sucks at running. <laughs> I would have been gone, boy. <laughs> Bro. That's probably why she didn't want to keep on doing it. Yeah. Everyone on the team was probably better than exactly. her. Exactly. Shit. All that all that lifestyle. All that um, training. So I guess final thoughts and ratings on Peel's sophomore film. 
I guess uh, we could close sure. it there. Sure. You yeah. want me to... I got so many questions, though. Oh, shit. Well, let's go. No. This I is got, why. I got, no. This is why I'm hot. Uh, well, I guess not... Uh, yeah, hopefully, maybe you can uh, justify these a little bit for me. Because there, there were some points in the movie that stood out to me, especially because everything in the film, everything else in the film was so tight together. Right. So, like, the Hands Across America thing. You saw it in the beginning. You see it in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing with the handcuffing. You see it. That's what she did to her, so she does it back. Uh the part with the kid, you know, he's mirrored with each other's and all that, you know, just all this stuff that matches up and everything has a reason. So right. the things that didn't have a reason or anything that was explained stood out to me, um, such as how, and we, we already talked about this one, how when we see the other doppelgangers, like they're not fucking around. They just show up, kill, kill their uh, above surface doubles and that's it. Yeah. Where, you know, the family the was messing with them. Yeah. But we, we kind of covered that, so that, that makes sense. Um, the question about how these got created, it it comes up, but they never really explain it. Like, what they never talk about what the purpose was. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just leaving it open-ended. Like, maybe Peel wants to make a second part of this where we go into that. Ooh, maybe. Maybe that's why he didn't touch, touch on it. And go into the real government. Uh, yeah, and go yeah. into, like, how this came to be or whatever. I think the way the flow... And again, going back to the flow of the movie, if they would have gone into explanation as to why the government shut down this project or anything that had to do with the government, really, because you don't see government agents down there. I completely agree I think with that would yeah, yeah, that would have been like a side. It would have taken you out of the flow. Right. And I don't yeah. think that was necessary. I yeah. think just explaining, hey, we're a government that we got reproduced yeah. soulless um, mm-hmm. and then they shut it down. Yeah. I, I agree with you on yeah. that explanation. So them it. shutting it down was like, oh, that makes sense. They're all living in the tunnels. And, yeah. Yeah. It just because everything was so tight that that bothered me. But I know yeah. if they took time to explain it, it was gonna make the movie worse. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. So that was that was good on them. Too. Uh, the big one that I, that got me was the the mimicking with the doubles. So like we see it, you know, the kid when they're when he's with his double in the closet, and they're mm-hmm. like literally mirror images of each other. He he moves his mask, he moves his mask up, he moves his hand around, he's moving his hand, he plays with the what the lighter he has on his fingers, mm-hmm. he lights a match. They're like the same thing. Yeah. Uh, in the main, the first meeting that they have in the living room, uh, the dad, he fixes his glasses and then the double starts doing it. Once Ooh, he sees yeah. him, him do it. Um, the, the white family, the, their doppelgangers have the mannerisms of the person. Yeah. And even in the scene again, where the kid, he gets out and he walks backwards which forces the the tethered to walk backwards into the fire, essentially killing himself. Yeah, and <clears throat> the scene where they're showing the above ground and below ground. So like the people on the my favorite scene. Yeah, yeah, the people on the roller coaster. They're on the roller coaster. They're like yelling. They have their arms up and stuff. And then the people downstairs. They're standing in a room together with their oh, hands up for so no sad. reason. Yeah. Uh, the couple that's feeding each other ice cream or whatever, you see the couple feeding themselves the rabbit underneath. Yeah. Which we actually didn't. They eat rabbits. Yeah. The, what, <laughs> we, what was up with the rabbit? Yeah. That. I want to know why they eat rabbits. Like, who got to pick I, the food? I imagine that they picked rabbits just because rabbits reproduce quickly. And I imagine the rabbits oh, are clones that's too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they, they could just it's reproduce a big food. food. Yeah. An endless food source, essentially. Yeah. Um, even at the beginning of the movie, the whole like it's rabbit big ass wall, and we didn't rabbits. know why. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So all of that, they show that they're linked. And even when uh, Lupita's character is talking and says, "You know, you got married," 
I had to get married. Uh, you had a kid, so I had to had a kid. Yeah. C-section. C- what, I had to all cut of, myself. All of that stuff, yeah. So it made the question for me, how much does that link matter? Because it, clearly it goes two ways, right? Like when the actual person does it, so when the rest of the family is doing it, yeah. their, their uh, tether copies it. Right. And when Lupita's character, the one that we that we find out is the tethered, when she's doing something, the original her is doing it down below. So like the ballerina thing, when she's out there dancing, they make it a big point that she's also performing down below. Ooh. So clearly they're linked, right? Right. And when what what one does, the other does. Yeah. But clearly the one above the ground isn't killing themselves. So why how where does oh, that distinction come? So what you're the, saying is if the tethered downstairs kills himself, then shouldn't the one upstairs kill themselves? Well, yeah, that too. Because they, at several points in the movie, they're showing how they are mere images of each other. Yeah. But then, but then sometimes they're not. So like sometimes Lupita's running away and she, her doppelganger is chasing her or like her doppelganger is stabbing her. Yeah. But she's not stabbing her. So like they're linked, but the, my question is how how does that link work? What because you could turn it on and off. It? You could turn it on and off. It seems like right, but obviously it's against their will based on that story that Lupita tells. Like she was forced to have a kid, like she was forced to have this other girl. Yeah, but then she can you know out of her own free will get up, go get her kid out of the closet, or she can snap you know, out of snap it. Snap out of it. How yeah. how does that work? I guess that's the. Biggest question that I yeah, had. Yeah, they didn't really explain all yeah. that. The The whole linkage was cool and all, but, like, yeah, you're right. Like, oh, if... if it, it was convenient, I guess. Yeah. It's only convenient when they wanted it to be because... Right. Oh, like, now I could back him up into the fire, but, yes. like, how did he get there? And I didn't... I was sitting in the car the whole time. You yeah. know, like... So that kind of stuff was the biggest question that I had that wasn't answered or explained in any way. Ooh, you're right. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. So that's... Um, that damn, was my That okay. was my one big gripe with the movie, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good one because you're right. It was only convenient for them to be linked at certain times. Yeah, it was only like plot convenience. Um, and then the, which doesn't make sense. So if the tethered up above was doing ballet, why was Lupita doing ballet down there when she's the real? Shouldn't one. she be able to do whatever the hell she wants? Right. And then the, the the verses were or the roles were reversed mm-hmm. for everyone else. My main. Um, um, yeah, that's that's a good. Uh, yeah, That's so I'm point. hoping we get some kind of explanation to that. So I, I'm really interested in that, <laughs> and yeah. that that plays in heavily with you know why are they, why did these doubles exist? Because maybe that'll explain how they're linked and why they mimic each other sometimes and sometimes they don't. Ooh, or maybe that's why the the that's why the project, the government project, was shut down because they realized oh they're not linked all the time. They're only linked when they want to be linked. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that, so maybe that, that was the, that was the flaw that shut down the project. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good uh maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um which could lead into well why would we need doubles? Mm-hmm. Um why was the government making soulless, you know, copies yeah. of everyone for war purposes? Cuz then if my doppelganger's out at war, I'm chilling here. I'm good <laughs> like I, you know, like yeah, that I don't know. Yeah, so that's that's good, uh, that's, that's a, uh, a main question I had, but I don't know, maybe they'll explain it. Maybe Peel's idea is to make another movie that talks about it. Maybe there's a part two coming. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> would you go watch the part two if there was one? I would definitely go watch it. Oh, look at that. Um, okay, so uh, one out of ten golden scissors. What are you rating this film? I would give it nine golden scissors. Eight and a half golden scissors. Ooh, so one ha- like the, 
the screw fell off, of and you got one half of the. <laughs> okay, that that's that's fair. Yeah. Um, was it because they didn't answer that 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 question, or? Yeah, because there's it's it's a good movie through and through. There's a lot of thought put into it. I didn't yeah. think it did anything revolutionary. Right. But it did everything really well. The acting was good. The shots were good. The story was good. They did a good job at changing it. So, you know, the first part, I thought it was like a home invasion movie, them versus their counterparts. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, no, by the way, everyone else has one. And yeah. then, oh, by the way, this is done by the government. So, like, it kept on getting bigger. The scope of the movie kept yeah. getting bigger. Oh, by the way, the, the girl you thought was a real girl is actually a doppelganger. Yeah. yeah. So, all of that stuff. Uh, it did everything really well, but I don't think it it did anything that I hadn't seen before. Mm. But okay. everything that it did do, it did it like top, top notch. Ah, good shit. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I definitely will give this nine out of 10 scissors. Uh, yeah. My first reaction though, when I left the theater, it was 12 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, I even text uh, my girlfriend. I was like, Oh man, this is 12 out of 10, you know? And uh-huh. now that I got to digest everything, there were some parts where I was just like, huh? Okay. It, it was good, but it wasn't perfect. Right. Um, and that, that's where I am. Cause coming out of the theater, I remember telling you, it's like, I don't know if I like it or not. I was like at a yeah. five. I was like oh, a five shit. or a okay. six. So then you went up. I went up just thinking about it more and like actually having time to think yeah. things through and talk about them and stuff. Yeah. And like writing down my, my bullet points for this. I was like, oh, well, this this is cool. So I started liking it more the more I thought about it. Yeah, good shit, man. Uh, the one thing I did take away from all of this was that I didn't know the difference from a horror film and a psychological thriller. Uh-huh. And I think now that I'm getting more experience to these scary movie bullshit, like now I'm like, okay, this is a psychological thriller. Like, I would definitely label it a psychological thriller right. and not a, a horror demon, like a scary demon ghost gore, movie. Gore um, movie. So, yeah, man, good shit. I, I definitely love the movie. Jordan Peele did a really good job. Everybody did a really good job. Mm. Cameraman, the guy serving the hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> the Every- fucking guy at craft food services. Yeah, yeah, all of them. You know, the guy that, like, holds people off so they won't. Yeah, the guy operating the, the fucking boom mics. Um, all in all, I can't wait for the next one. Did a really good job. Yeah. Sophomore is the most critical, like, mm-hmm. anything that has to do with a sophomore project. Sophomore album. That's sophomore when people year. are going to look at you like, all right, were you a one-time wonder? Like, yeah, because yeah. the idea is, like, anyone can hit lightning in a bottle. Right. Like, it just happens. But can you do it twice? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's not a fluke. I think he's a really good uh, no, writer. No, I think he's legit. And yeah. I'm, I'm really... This also got me really excited to see uh, what he's going to be doing with the Twilight Zone. Ooh, CBS, April. Damn it, it's in April. April. It's in April. Yeah, uh, yeah, because this is like right up the alley of a Twilight Zone episode. It's just ah oh, man, a movie, a big ass Twilight. Episode. Same thing with Get Out. Like that could be a really good Twilight episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited to see what else he's got planned. Damn, that's dope. I think he's the perfect guy for that. Then yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't. I thought he was gonna be a good fit after uh, seeing Get Out, yeah. but now after seeing this, I'm like, okay, this is just how his mind works. Like. Yeah, he's gonna be perfect for it. Damn, I'm excited for that too. Now, damn, you're right. Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, we're gonna watch uh, Twilight uh, Zone after this. No. Um, ooh, the retro Twilight Zone. Ooh, to build up for the. Nah, fuck that. That shit's still scary. I still wanna watch that. Remember, you tried to get me into that a couple years ago. Oh my god, it's so good though. Nope. Nope. But nope. It's so much scarier now. <laughs> now that it's real. Well, well, realistic. Well, and then, you know, shot in black and white, it's so old. Most of the actors and actresses in the episodes from the original series are dead. So you're watching a bunch of dead people. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. That's really creepy. Yeah. Good <laughs> shit, man. Um, thank you guys for rocking with us. This is another episode of Trado Without a Radio. I am Trado, you already know. 
This is uh, Renee from the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, we watched us. We all and, watched us. Yeah, we watched us, and now you watched us. So watch us on YouTube at Trader Without a Radio, and Dot listen com. to us no. on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you really want to mess with us. Um, thank you guys, and definitely go watch this movie if you haven't yet. If you have, though, I mean, <laughs> if you haven't what made you, it yet, yeah. if you haven't heard it yet, or heard it yet, if you haven't seen it yet and you're watching this part, something's something's off. Something's off, yeah. Uh, thank you guys, and we'll see you guys next weekend with another uh, episode. All right, cool. cool.